As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. This fallen world is full of false teachers, false religion, and false doctrine. And frankly, it's always been so. That's no new thing. There's just, it seems to be a, a multiplication of it and a, uh, an amplification of it in our generation. Uh, perhaps technology has made that more possible. Everybody has a platform now. But there have always been those trying to draw people to themselves and lead people away from the truth that is found in Jesus Christ. We return today to Acts chapter 5 to a portion of Scripture that, frankly, we, we usually give very little attention to. We just kind of read over it, but there's tremendous truth in it. And in this portion of Acts chapter number 5, we get acquainted with three characters, three people that, frankly, we, we don't know a great deal about, but the Holy Spirit allows their names to be given to us in Scripture, and there is a great application for each of us uh, from their examples. Look at Acts chapter 5, beginning in verse 33. And remember, Paul, excuse me, Peter has just given his message about obeying God rather than men. And in verse 33, it says this, When they heard that, they were cut to the heart and took counsel to slay them. You see, people hate the messengers because they hate the message. They hate the preacher of truth because they don't like the truth. And the truth cuts to the heart. The word of God really is sharper than any two-edged sword. Verse 34, Then stood there up one in the council, a Pharisee named Gamaliel, a doctor of the law, had in reputation among all the people, and commanded to put the apostles forth a little space, and said unto them, Ye men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what ye intend to do as touching these men. For before these days rose up Thutis, boasting himself to be somebody, to whom a number of men, about four hundred, joined themselves, who was slain, and all, as many as obeyed him, were scattered and brought to naught. After this man rose up Judas of Galilee in the days of the taxing, and drew away much people after him. He also perished, and all, even as many as obeyed him, were dispersed. And now I say unto you, refrain from these men, and let them alone. For if this counsel, or this work, be of men, it will come to naught. But if it be of God, ye cannot overthrow it, lest happily ye be found even to fight against God. And to him they agreed, and when they had called the apostles and beaten them, they commanded them that they should not speak in the name of Jesus and let them go. Now there are three names given to us here. First, you have the name Gamaliel. The Bible says he's a doctor of the law. He was a man of reputation, a Pharisee. He was a part of this Sanhedrin council. Who is this man? It is the same Gamaliel that was a teacher of the man who would become the Apostle Paul. You remember Paul in his testimony talks about sitting at the feet of Gamaliel. Uh, this is the same man. This is a very educated man in the scriptures. It seems that he was a, a logical man, not an impulsive man. He was a reasonable man. He was the man uh, that at this particular time uh, cooled down hotter tempers and said to them, uh, let these men alone. Let's see what comes of them. It's like us saying, time will tell. 
The scripture says that wisdom is justified of her children. In other words, when the children grow up, you know. Uh, when, the, when the offspring comes, when the fruit develops, you know whether this was the right thing or not. And so Gamaliel is the man that is uh, at least giving a pause here to the persecution of these apostles, at least to their death. And then he uses two other men as illustrations. The first in verse 36 is a man named Thutis. We know very little about him other than what the Bible says, that he led some type of an insurrection and about 400 men followed after him and he died and they died. And then in verse number 37, there's another man named Judas of Galilee uh, who drew away a great number of people and led another insurrection. You can read more in Jewish history about this particular uprising. And he says the same thing about both of them. He said, all, as many as obeyed him, were scattered and brought to naught. All of them who obeyed the wrong person, who followed the wrong doctrine, who, who got in line behind the wrong leader, uh, were brought to nothing. That's the word here. It will come to naught. You see, all lies come to nothing in the end, and all who follow lies come to nothing in the end. I think that we are given right here in these two examples marks of false teachers. For example, in verse number 36, speaking of Theudas, the Bible says he boasted himself to be somebody. One mark of a false teacher is that they boast of themselves instead of glorying God. Instead of giving glory to God and pointing people to the Lord and exalting uh, the only one who's worthy of it, they're boastful. They're full of themselves. And uh, this pride brings contention, and this pride brings every other evil fruit in time because that's the, uh, that's the source of all sin. And so one mark of false teachers, they boast of themselves instead of glorifying God. And then in verse number 37, the Bible says that Judas drew away much people after him. Another mark of false teachers is that they draw people to themselves instead of pointing people to Christ. If a man is simply trying to gain a following, to, to build a name, a reputation for himself, to be somebody, to get something, and then that is a telling thing. It reveals something about the motive of his heart. It is the exact opposite of these apostles that are on trial. These apostles were not boasting themselves to be somebody. They just wanted everybody to know God. They wanted everybody to know Jesus. They were glorifying him. These apostles were not trying to draw people to themselves. What were they doing? They were pointing everybody to Jesus. That's why every time they open their mouth, they just want to talk about Christ, not about themselves. May I say to you, mark every false teacher by their pride, by their selfishness. See that it is flesh and not Christ. And very shortly, you'll understand that those who are lifting up Jesus, humble servants of Christ who simply want others to know the Lord in a better way, are the ones who are speaking the truth. Now, don't be those who follow lies. Now, don't be those who come to nothing. I love this statement in verse 39. Gamaliel says, but if it be of God, you cannot overthrow it. Literally, you, you can't fight God. Do you think you can fight God and win? Lies, in the end, always bring destruction. Someone famously said that no lie can live forever. That's true. Because at some point, lies get exposed. But may I tell you, truth is eternal because it is rooted in who God is, the God of truth. So if you root your life, if you root your, your family, if you root your future 
in the truth of the Word of God, in the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, friend, you're on sure footing because if it's of God, it cannot be overthrown. In the end, everyone is either going to follow some false teacher, some religious system, or they're going to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. By the grace of God, let's all determine that we are going to follow Christ alone. We're going to follow truth alone. And we're only going to follow those who point us to Jesus and who glorify the Lord Jesus Christ. And then let's not only decide that for ourselves, but let's become instruments of truth in the lives of other people. Let's do our best not to boast of ourselves today, but to glorify Jesus, not to draw people to us, but point people to Christ. May the Lord help you today to be one of the divine representatives, not of Satan's lies or men's deceit, but of the truth that is found in Jesus Christ. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Thank you.